I got a miniature English bulldog for the building as a community dog. And we are leased to 92% right now. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Do you know how you can benefit from crowdfunding? If you haven't checked out our special series, Best Crowdfunding Crash Course Ever, presented by Patch of Land, then you need to. It's episodes 152, 159, 166, and 173, because you'll hear from the industry's leading crowdfunding experts on how you can benefit by getting involved, whether it's getting access to funds for your deal or passively investing in other people's deals. The time is now to get started. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever to grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm here with today's guest, Holly Beckman. Hi, Holly. Hey. Welcome to the show. Holly is joining us from Washington, D.C., where she is the CEO of Apartmenti a guide for apartment hunting. And she's also the vice president of marketing for a property management company called WC Smith. For the last 15 years, she's been learning the property management business from the ground up, risen through the ranks. And so now she's got a dual role. One is focusing on her startup, Apartmenti, and the other is the active role of being a vice president of marketing. So with that being said, Holly, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure, absolutely. Um, I grew up in the world of real estate property management, starting off as a part-time leasing agent and just working my way through property manager, asset manager roles, jumping into corporate, working on the development side with design for a lot of the new buildings that are here in D.C. And now after working with both the renters and the property managers, we found that there was an opportunity to solve a big problem with for both. And so we created our startup called Apartmenti, which is the e-harmony of apartment hunting. And so what does Apartmenti do exactly for the customers? Sure. Um, you know, a typical renting experience or apartment hunting experience has been that a renter will, you know, hop on their computer and search through hundreds and hundreds of listings for uh, an apartment, you know, searching whatever it is, one bedroom for $2,000 in D.C. And um, they have to reach out to each community individually to find out if there's even an apartment available for when they're looking to move. Uh, We knew that there was a better way to do things because we knew all of the data was available to cut down that hunting process for them. So basically, Apartment D searches for the apartments based on the availability date and when the hunter is looking to move. We typically turn out about five results instead of hundreds. And it actually is something that will be available for when they want it. And the way that you monetize that, is that through just critical mass and advertising dollars? It's actually through a subscription from the property managers. So the property managers who want to lease their apartments, they pay to be on the site and then they have access to all these people who are searching for apartments? You got it. Um, it's, it's basically like a very high-end matchmaker. Switching gears a little bit, you started 
15 years, you've been 15 years in the property management from the ground up. You started as a leasing agent. Now you're a vice president. What role did you learn the most from? It's hard to choose just one, but I would say in the past year, I think I've learned more about property management as a whole than I ever have before, but I've learned it from our residents. What have you learned? In quarter three of the past year, we rolled out a um, a resident survey program. So we are surveying our residents on move-in, on their lease anniversary date, and on their move-out. And it's incredible. I've always lived by the mantra, like the best time to win a customer is when they have their hand raised and they're asking for help. But it's become ever apparent and that's proven itself over and over again. Um, we've only had this program for about you know three quarters now. We're rolling into our third quarter. Our year-over-year increase in score went from like a 66% approval rating portfolio-wide, and we have about 10,000 units, to an 88% approval rating. And that in and of itself is very exciting because we've just opened the lines of dialogue between the apartment residents and the main office. But what it's actually done, that approval rating has obviously increased the traffic that's coming in from rating sites to our corporate website. So we're getting about year over year again, a 92% increase in referral traffic to our website. And that traffic has an increased conversion rate of, get this, 775%. So you're getting more people to come to your website because your existing residents are happier, therefore they're leaving better reviews. And the people who are reading those reviews are going to your site and they're converting at an astronomically high rate because it's from a a trusted source or at least an online platform that has the review. Exactly. So this is from Yelp and uh, apartment ratings. And, you know, we know people trust people more than they trust advertising, but this just proves that over and over again. What's some of the technology that you use to track all that stuff? I'm a data nerd through and through. So I spend most of my time on Google Analytics. We have all of our uh, conversion goals set up for each of our property websites and for our corporate website as a whole. And then there's a program called Lead In where you can actually follow someone as they navigate through your website. So you see where they come in, what page they land on, and then how they navigate through until they actually convert or leave. What does it require to get that just that simple conversion for Google Analytics set up? Um, it's really just a piece of code going into your on your website on the back end. And then obviously having your Google Analytics account and deciding what you want those conversions to be. In our case, we track, we have a tracking phone number as well. So we track phone calls like the click to call from mobile. And then uh, we have forms on our page if someone wants to contact a property or the corporate office. And what about the survey that you referenced? Did your team create that from scratch or using a certain service? We're using a service. Uh, Satisfax is really well known in the property management world, and they have a proven record of just being able to, one, integrate with our property management software to pull all the emails and, you know, the anniversary dates, the move-in dates, and the move-out dates. So I don't have to, you know, manually set that up. It was all taken care of for us. And the surveys come in almost on a daily basis. I read all of them, and it's about 1800 a quarter. My gosh, that's a lot of reading on surveys. What what have you found to be kind of the common things that 
people would be upset about? Upset? You know, it's funny. It's the little things that you almost forget about. Um, and it, I wouldn't even say it's upset, but people, for instance, we're in the city, we're right in downtown, most of our properties are, folks just wanted more bike racks, you know, in a secure location. And it was one of those easy moves where maybe we had storage rooms, but someone wasn't using one of the storage units and it hadn't been rented out for, you know, probably a year or two. So we just took that space and took that opportunity to add some bike racks and people were stoked about it. And sometimes it's the little things like that. Um, a lot of other residents, again, were coming into that age where nobody really knows their neighbors like they used to, and they just need the opportunity to meet. They need a little programming. So we've definitely uh, instituted some more meet your neighbors, game nights, you know, cocktail hours, that type of thing. What's been one of the most cost-effective meet-your-neighbors programs that you've implemented? You'll laugh. I actually did something where um, we set up a weekly barbecue, and that sounds insanely expensive, but all we supplied were baked potatoes and uh, the plates and everyone else in a sled. What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've had more people call about the recipe for a baked potato, which makes no sense to me at all. but. Yeah, they uh, they love it. And it's become this consistent thing because it's, you know, they can count on every Wednesday night going and seeing their neighbors and, you know, they bring whatever hot dogs or hamburgers or steak they want to grill. And uh, we just take care of the salad and the baked potatoes. They're so happy. So easy. Wow. And are you doing that across your, the board at other communities as a result of the surveys that you've been reading or was that prior to the surveys? It was in reaction to the surveys. And then we've rolled it out, you know, we started with a pilot on one property just to see if people would really show up every single week. And then we um, rolled it out to a bunch of other communities. The other one that's been wildly successful is we just sponsored at one property a running club and at the other property a um, trivia club. So all we did was get the t-shirts and pay um, for the trivia club. We just paid so that their first round of drinks was free each week. That's it. We, you know, it didn't even require a common space in our building. So it's at the local coffee shop. Wow. I love that idea because you could fill in the blank for whatever club that is most relevant to your community and then just buy some t-shirts show that you're behind them and then get them together and and then you know send them off to in my situation it would be the bingo parlor but but send them to wherever they want to (laughs) go absolutely it's funny if you just uh you know kind of pave the way that your residents will take it on and make it their own what is your best advice ever for real estate investors My best advice ever is stop focusing on your competition. Don't worry about what they're doing because if you're focused on them, you're going to totally lose sight of your customer. And as long as you're keeping your customer happy, they're going to create more happy customers for you and deliver better word of mouth. That's where your money is every day of the week. And how do you reconcile that with the... You know, if you don't focus on what your competition is doing, then you you wouldn't necessarily know what amenities they are looking at at other properties. So you don't really know where you align compared to them. How do you reconcile that? 
Well, you know, I will tell you a story. Uh, with W.C. Smith just this last year, we delivered a property. It was a Class A building in a submarket in D.C. that's extremely competitive. And we, along with five other buildings in a four-block radius, delivered at the same time. So there was like 1,500 units available of the same product. Everybody has a pool. Everybody has a gym. Everyone can check all those boxes. Um, I knew we had to do something different. And I knew we couldn't offer the concessions that everyone else was offering, which was two months free. We just weren't going to do it. So instead, I looked at who our customer was and what they really wanted. And while, you know, overall, we're a pretty pet friendly city to begin with, there's a lot of very busy professionals that can't have their own animal, but they still love, you know, they still need that kind of pet therapy. So I went ahead and got a miniature English bulldog for the building as a community dog. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, no one would come near this, right? Like the cutest thing in the world. If you want to see her, she has her own Instagram account. It's 2MPup. You can check her out. She has like 1,800 followers or 1,900 followers. So she lives in the leasing office and she goes home with the property manager at night. But she is friends with all of the other dogs in the community. They have birthday parties and all that stuff. But for those who don't own a dog, they can just come down, come in the office, get that puppy love and get those pets in and just get that therapy and then be on their way. They don't have to worry about feeding her or taking her to the vet or any of the other nonsense that goes along with owning a pet. What's her name? Emmy. Emmy. How did you introduce Emmy to the community? You know, there was a big PR push behind it that we had strategically laid out. So prior to the building opening, she was here in the corporate office with me. And, um, you know, we set up her social accounts. So she has Twitter and Instagram. And she would, you know, we'd have her on the property's Facebook page. She's on the property uh, website. And um, we got some little PR pieces to begin with out there. We wrote our own blogs and then the Washington Post picked it up and then the Huffington Post picked it up and then Daily Mail and then the Today Show. And it kind of became its own little steamroll. Right. And so, yeah, she's pretty well known. Wow. That's ingenious. I'm bowing to you right now. What an incredible just creative and effective idea. And what were the results with the leasing? We opened our doors for move-ins in August, and we are leased to 92% right now. So uh, we've blown it out of the water. It's 314 units. Wow. Meanwhile, our folks, our friends giving two months away are at 56% leased. So same community like area, same amenities, same high-end everything but you can't worry about what they're doing. You just have to do what you do the best you can and be what your customers want you to be. How do you approach coming up with ideas like that? And you might've just now mentioned it, but what's kind of the filter that you use to think of those ideas? You know, I'm a, a big believer in people watching and observing. So I, I myself and my marketing team, there's about five of us in the office here. We will go out and work in the leasing offices once a month. So we're amongst our actual renters and customers and residents. So we don't lose touch with what they want. We hear it. We see it. You know, we take the tours and we just do research that way. I'm not going to trust what the industry mags are writing. Not that they're wrong. I just want to hear it for myself. And I just have one follow up question about Emmy. 
just because as an apartment community owner, I'm always thinking of liability. Mm-hmm. So how if Emmy were to bite a resident, how is that liability set up? Is it with your insurance company? What? How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say our risk manager wasn't thrilled that they didn't get a whole approval, disapproval on this idea. But yes, there's insurance set up. And, uh, and I, we also set her up with health insurance. <laughs> and is, is that insurance set up through your, your normal insurance carrier that's insuring the building and employees? I wish I could tell you that with clarity. I get to be the marketing girl that <laughs> worry about that. I just take all the accolades for the idea. Yeah. You're the chef. You're just like coming up with these crazy concoctions and then, right. and then going from there. Fair enough. You ready for the best ever lightning round? All right. First, a very quick word from our best ever sponsors. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it, and now it's time to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is a leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F. L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. You've heard him on the best ever show episode 209. His name's Craig Capola and he's got a book. You must read the art of commercial real estate leasing is what it's called. And it tells you 19 things to look for in a lease. Go to amazon.com right now and buy the art of commercial real estate leasing. Best ever book you've read. For work, I would say spin suck. Um, And for personal, I love snowball Warren Buffett's biography. Best Ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get free audio versions of books like those. Best Ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Oh, man. So I'm going to make this one as short as possible. But there was a point very early on in my 20s where I made some really bad decisions and had to end up living in my car for about 90 days. And the best advice I can say or the best lesson I learned is you can come back from anything and failure isn't death. It's just, it's not fun, but it's not death. You know, the same water temperature that softens potatoes hardens eggs. So it's really not about your circumstances. It's about what you're made of. Well, that sounds like a whole nother episode for a whole nother type of podcast. That's interesting. Is there anywhere where you've documented your story that people can go kind of check that out? Not yet. I've been thinking about that, but I haven't even really, I just this year started to talk about it openly. Before that, I would think I was oddly ashamed. So I want to ask a follow-up question then. So what was the cause of living in the car for 90 days? (laughs) And this is the whole reason I got into real estate, actually. I decided to take a risk and try a job that I knew nothing about. And so in doing that, it was a 100% commission gig. And I failed spectacularly (laughs) and just (laughs) and could not afford uh, the apartment that I was living in and then couldn't actually get another rental because of the fact that I still owed rent so lived in my car and uh, talked to a leasing agent and she said yeah you're not going to be able to rent anywhere unless you get a job as a leasing agent, then they don't care about your credit because they're just going to take rent out of your paycheck. Where were you showering? (laughs) Uh, This was in Florida, but at a local pool. Best ever success habit you practice? I meditate every day. Uh, I have an app for that. Um, I love the mindfulness app. And um, I just actually switched from doing it in the evening to doing it first thing in the morning completely increased my productivity. It's insane. Best ever idea you've ever had? 
I brought my niece in as my partner uh, in Apartment D. I can absolutely trust her with everything private, personal, public. There's something to be said for that kind of comfort level and having that kind of confidant in the office all the time. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? Oh, definitely Apartment D. Uh, we're actually launching on Monday, so it's May 4th. I can't wait. And then um, we're, we'll be rolling out a new feature every single week for the next two months. Best ever way you like to give back? Best ever way I like to give back? I am on the executive board for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And uh, specifically, I work with team and training. So we put together teams of athletes, most of whom have never really competed in any type of race or event. And we get them ready for some sort of endurance event, either half marathon, marathon, triathlon, or century ride. So right now I'm actually doing, uh, I'm training for a century ride on June 6th and all the money goes to the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Best ever quote. If you don't take risks, you don't drink champagne. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate or business? Biggest mistake is just taking risks that were not calculated at all. They were more spontaneous. And now I'm a bit more calculated, still a risk taker. It's kind of part of the entrepreneurial gene, but I definitely do my research and I back up my results with data. What's the best ever place to reach you? Really Twitter. My handle is apartmentalist and you can find me there or you can always reach me via the website apartmenty.com. Holly, thank you so much for sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and talking about, I mean, your experience from going from failing spectacularly. Congratulations on that. (laughs) If you're going to fail, you got to go all in. And, you know, the lessons that you learned there and then you're talking about your best friend, Emmy, and, you know, giving inspiration, at least to me and hopefully the best ever listeners for how to build a sense of community with very simple, cost-effective things like a barbecue that you host and you only pay for the salad and some chips or, you know, just it's just like some small things like sponsoring some, you know, buying some T-shirts for some groups if they want to go have a softball team or a running club or, in my case, like a bingo thing. I mean, I think this is just, you've given so many good pieces of insight and inspiration. This has been a a fantastic conversation. So thank you so much for sharing your best ever advice. And we'll all make sure we say hi to our best friend at, where is she? It's 2M, what is her Instagram? 2M Pup, P-U-P. Yeah, Emmys, 2M Pup. I mean, you got it published on some major publications. That's some serious stuff. That's, That's very impressive. And the thing is, Every single best ever listener can do something like that that gets that type of traction. It's just having the type of thought process that you have and kind of channeling the inner creativeness while being data-driven. I think that's an important part too. So showing that it does have results. And you know, all of your stuff, as you mentioned, it kind of ties back to knowing your customer and really making sure you know what they want, what they love, what they'd be interested in because ultimately that's what's going to help you with your metrics. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com, where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes, so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever. 